Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Hilary Angrove, the Director of Business Operations at digital marketing agency Make Your Mark Today. So this week, we're going to be talking SEO basics and the things a marketer needs to know. Thanks for downloading. SEO can be confusing. There's so much written about it, so much written about that's wrong. (laughs) There's technical SEO, on-page SEO, off-page SEO, link building, millions of other things. you just got to try and get your head around it all, haven't you? So this week I'm talking to Hilary Angrove, who's the Director of Business Operations at Digital Marketing Agency Make Your Mark Today. And Hilary explains kind of the basics of SEO and the things that marketers need to get right. Uh, There's lots of insight on backlinks and keywords and content and a nice chat about when a business should hire an SEO expert. Now, Hillary mentions during the podcast her custom SEO guide where you can get yourself some quick advice and help. There's a link to that in the show notes. You'll also find links to the Make Your Mark Today website and Hillary's LinkedIn profile. So go tapping, tap, tap, tap. Uh, Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is totally ad-free. Love it if you could give the pod a shout on social media. Media. Subscribe on your favourite podcast app. There's more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Hillary was, what's the most important SEO thing a marketer has to get right? So this is an extremely difficult question to answer because <laughs> yeah. um, I'd like to say everything, but <laughs> yeah. I'd also like to say it depends. Because yeah. if you're someone who has some amazing content and have been have been gaining traffic just because you've been creating great content, then what's going to be important for you to be outranking your competitors is trying to figure out the technical side of SEO. Like are just is your site map done correctly? How yeah. fast is your website? Those things. But if I was to from the beginning think, okay, what's the most important if someone's never done anything in SEO? Well, maybe it wouldn't be that technical side. So for each person, it's such, or for each company or website, it's very unique that what that most important thing is. So I like to break SEO into four pillars, or we do, and make your mark today. Um, It's technical, content user experience, on-page SEO, and um, off-site. So those are the four things that are going to be important for you. And so what does that mean? That's Those are just big words, essentially. Yeah. Um, it means that you want to have a, for off-site, you want to have a good strategy. So your most important thing off-site is a good strategy that's getting you um, people coming to your website, not focusing on your website. So maybe that's a good Google My Business profile. Yeah. Or that's actually getting backlinks. So that's asking other people who maybe you've worked with or associations that you are are in to to link to your website. Yeah. So that's a really important, those are the, I'd say, two most important offsite. Because for each of these pillars, there's a list of hundreds of things that (laughs) you can do to improve your SEO. So I'm going to give like one or two for each pillar. And if you can focus on those things, then you're going to have a really good head start and you might already be doing some of these things. And then for on page, it it is choosing, it's having purpose driven content. So a lot of people will just be like, we need a blog. Everyone has a blog. We need a blog. Let's write a blog. We'll get traffic. Well, that's not really true no because i mean i mean blogs are are places where content just goes to die 
Exactly. It's, I mean, I would hate to count all the blog posts that have never been read. Oh my goodness! I oh. I was I started my marketing career as um, a coordinator at this art center, and I was supposed to write a blog, and I had yeah. to put out a blog every week. And I remember thinking, <laughs> has anyone ever read, aside from yeah. my boss, one thing that I've written? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know, probably not. So it's important to have purpose-driven content. Yeah. So you're not falling into that trap of just pretty of like being a government body that essentially writes reports and puts it on a shelf, but instead it's a blog. Um, and so you want to be thinking, who is, who's actually looking for this? Is anyone actually looking for this information? What kind of information do they want to find? So your on page is very targeted and that is part of keyword research and mm. what keywords are people looking at? Um, and then writing it for that, but also being true to yourself. Like you don't always, like, you never want to write for the Google algorithm. Sure. You definitely want to be writing for your audience, but the two go hand in hand because Google's really figured out what your audience is looking for. Yeah. So that's going to be really important is not just writing blogs or writing content for the sake of content when it comes to SEO. Um, and the, kind of in the same, it's a, it's a different pillar, but it's in the same breadth is content user experience. And it's, sure. it's, yeah, it's thinking again, thinking about that audience, right? Like you want to be delivering them quality content. So maybe you do throw a video in there because yeah. people aren't great at reading anymore. Maybe there's some table comparison tables to break down the paragraphs of content. Um, those are important things that are people don't realize, but are so tied to SEO is making it digestible. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, really interesting because I don't think there is one thing, is there? Oh, no, I would. And I like to break it into those four because you can think about one thing for each of them. Yeah. But if you're really thinking one thing, I mean, if you, yeah, there really yeah, isn't. Cause there isn't, you could no. Be, no, you could be doing, it's what you're not doing well that you need yeah. to focus on because yeah. it's essentially a puzzle. And once you get all those pieces in place, then you're laughing. But until then, you really got to work on what, finding the pieces that are missing from your puzzle. Yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, we'll go back to when you said it depends, because it does depend now, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It really does depend. It depends on uh, what industry in, you're in, um, the, the, the kind of like the intent of the person searching, the keywords and phrases they use in that search, where that person is in the world. All of those things matter. Now, I think that, that kind of like that question which I asked you, kind of flippantly in a way, was like, what's that one thing? That kind of goes back to, I don't know, the early days of the web, where you buy some links or you get some links and you go up. You, you put a keyword in the page and you rank for that keyword. It was yeah. very clear cut. Yeah, it didn't depend. It, it was just that happened. But that doesn't happen anymore, does it? No. The one thing that I do notice, though, is that a lot of people aren't using backlinks correctly because those mm. backlinks are still very important. So yeah. that's getting links to specific pages on your website. And by not using them properly is, you know how many clients I have that I'm like, oh, you're part of this association. Yeah. I found your name listed. Why is your website not linked? Yeah. Or um, you're, you're, you gave a comment as a expert on in this article why didn't you ask them to link your website so there's just a lot of missed opportunity for people when it comes to backlinks where they're being where they're honestly showing that they have a reputation that they have authority that they're viewed online as someone that, that's 
a professional and expert that you go to for this reason, but because they're not getting those backlinks, Google doesn't make the association, right? Yeah, sure. So I'd say th that is the one of the things that I see people doing the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you think, again, that's, that goes back to olden days when you did do link building. It didn't matter where you got that link. You got that link somewhere. So you actually built links. You didn't do any outreach. You didn't do any PR. You didn't try and sell yourself to the world and, and get them talking about you. All you did was buy links and get links. And and do, do you think this phrase of like link building is a little... I think, do you think we should get rid of it now and just call it outreach and PR? Um, I think link building is still relevant when you're someone who's got all those pieces of the puzzle in place and you mm. can't figure out why you're not ranking. And that might be because you're in an industry where you're competing against some um, heavyweights. And yeah. by heavyweights, I mean websites that have been around for generations, sure. right? So getting past, getting outranking those websites for anything, even if they don't have great content, can be hard. And link building is, yes, it is outreach, but you're, you're not, it's not like PR, it's not the same because you might be outreaching to a website because they have a lot of traffic. They have a uh, high domain rating, if you use that metric. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're not necessarily reach in a PR sense, um, in outreach, you'd be reaching out to them because you're like, oh, my audience is on this website. So I'm going to want to be linked on this website. Sometimes you're like, oh, this website, they're in a similar industry as me and they have a lot of traffic. Maybe... I don't know if my audience is necessarily yeah. going there, but a link there would be great in Google's eyes. So sometimes there is that link building aspect where you are doing it for the algorithm, which I, I hate when you end up doing that. Yeah. Um, but but I wouldn't say that's your first step. Like when we're talking about what are what's the most important thing, that's often not the first step. You want to be doing that more natural outreach and kind of PR before link building to start. And then if that's a puzzle piece that isn't quite fitting for you, then you go to that next step. Yeah, yeah. Do things like titles, description tags, alt tags, meta tags, all that, does that still matter or can we just kind of like forget about all that now? It still matters. Yeah. Yeah, it still matters. So I've actually noticed that it's changing. It still matters, but it's yeah. changing. So Google is now taking, I guess, um, the power away from you and sometimes making up a title for you. I don't yeah. know if you've ever yeah, noticed I've seen that. that. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll put in a title. You're like, this is an amazing SEO title. It's got a power word. Google's going to love it. And yeah. then you incognito search um, for that keyword or for your business, whatever you're trying to rank. And you see that Google has chosen a completely different title for you. Yeah. So I would, when you're building those titles, see what every like instead of just focusing on, okay, what have I learned in my SEO course that would be a great title? Go and do an incognito search for the keyword that you're trying to rank for and get an idea of what type of title Google's liking right now. Sure. And I think that's going to be helpful. And with your, and it's still the same that in your title, in your description, you want to have the keyword. But what I'm noticing that if you're a product and you're it's like an evergreen page or a service page or a product page, Google's consistently adding your brand name to that title. Yeah. So knowing that, you might just want to put your brand name in there to start with so that you don't get your title completely changed or your title isn't cut off because um, those aren't great things. And yeah, when it comes to alt, alt text, it's been 
an interesting development because of AI and just how Google has developed and like Google Lens, for example, if you have a Google sure, phone. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's all connected in the SEO world too because your alt text is there to describe the image. But now Google can see the image much better than they were able to when yeah. alt text first came out. So you don't want to be lying about what's on no. that image. You you want to find a unique image. And um, something that we've noticed with our clients is having, if, if it's a locate, not at, this isn't for everyone, if you're a location-based business, so say you're like a mortgage broker sure. or you're a massage clinic, something like that, having image having pictures that are from the location that you're in those yes. geotags are like yeah. really mattering um and seeing like if in halifax we have have a bridge here that's pretty um like recognizable yeah and having a picture with that bridge in it would yeah. probably would be good for your seo so these little details that are all connected to title description alt text they're shifting yeah. but they still they still matter they still matter what, what, what do you do? i mean it's it's okay if you're kind of like starting a new project because you can kind of like say right we're going to do the titles descriptions alt tags from day one and we're going to be good <laughs> about this right but then if you come to a, a a website which has been around for like 10 years or something you, you might have i don't know five thousand pages you might have 10,000 images. You might have 20,000 products and every one of those is missing an alt tag and a title. Do we have to start going through them and just doing it? Um, that's what we do. <laughs> yes, we do it. Um, but first, what we do is we say, why do you have 10,000 pages? Is yeah, anyone yeah, going yeah, yeah. to your 10,000 pages? Yeah. And we content weed very hard before we go on the venture of updating titles, descriptions and alt tags. Um, because it can take forever, can't it? Oh, it can take forever. But um, you get a really good virtual assistant and <laughs> yeah. and give them give them a project. Yeah. But so there is a lot of stuff that you can do on your own. Um, it's knowing what to do is yeah. important. And sometimes when people see the amount of work that it takes sure. to get all the pieces, they're like, "Well, I could just hire someone to do this, and then I can focus yeah. on what I'm good at." Yeah, it is, a, it is a huge amount of work, isn't it? When you when you start doing that, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, ridiculous amount. Um, <laughs> so, do we do we still need to research keywords? Do keywords still matter, or is Google clever enough to kind of like figure out what we mean? Google's getting more clever. However, keywords still matter. Mm -hmm. You don't. Um, so, finding it's the the most important step in in SEO is finding the right keywords. That's your first step. That's your very mm. most important step. It's finding, because um, you could be in an industry and basketball shoes, for example. It's always yeah. the, the, the example you use. You're never going to rank for basketball no, shoes. Of you're yeah. <laughs> never. But you might rank for a specific brand and type of basketball shoe that you sell. Um, and that no one else has done a good job of doing SEO for. So there are some, like we use Ahrefs, there's a variety of different softwares out there that can help you find those right keywords that have traffic, that have high intent, and that the competition isn't so aggressive that it's just not worth your time. Yeah. But once you get those keywords, you, it's we're past the days of keyword stuffing. Like sure. you don't, yeah. it's about that quality of content and yes having that keyword in there a few times having it in your title your h1 an h2 and a few times throughout your um page and even if it's just if it's less if there's a few great synonyms or similar words using those 
Instead, like Google is getting smarter and it doesn't like to see keyword stuffing. It actually will not rank you if you're yeah. trying to put in too, too much of the same word and it doesn't make sense anymore. Sure. But the keyword research is still the very most important step because if you're um, like another example of just keyword research gone wrong is or that where it was important is we there was a, a lawyer that we were actually working with who did mediation. So she was trying to rank for mediation. Sure. No one is searching mediation. No sure. one knows what it is. Everyone's looking yeah. for a divorce lawyer. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like helping her create content that was, yes, a, trying to rank for divorce lawyer, but in within the content it was saying, this is for like a friendly divorce. This is if you don't want to go to court. Like yeah. you can still speak to your audience when well, you- like, like the idea they're rank. ranking for angry divorce. That yeah, <laughs> if you want to sewer the person, <laughs> this is the place to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think keywords is another word? Because I mean, I think link building ought to go, the phrase link building. And I also think the word keyword ought to go because again, it, it goes back to the days of kind of like you pick your words and you put them in on the page. What is it, do you think it's better to think of a keyword more as a topic and then you write about that topic? Would that make sense? I would. That's exactly how I think of it is it's your topic sentence. But it is still a keyword. Like you yeah. still want to still have use it. it. You still got to use it and you still need to have it in specific places. You want to have it. But if you're any... writing about that thing, you would use it, wouldn't you? Because it'd, be it'd be stupid not to. <laughs> well, and that's the best way to write for SEO. The yeah. best way to write for SEO isn't to write for the keyword. Yeah. It's to go in and then write supernaturally. However you'd like to write, do that. And then after the fact control find, put in the keyword, be like, so how many times did I use it? Because I have yeah. fallen into the trap where I tend to use keywords a lot, even when I'm not trying to. Um, and then you're like, oh, okay, I need to find some synonyms because I've used this word far too often. So it is good to think of it as a topic. Um, well, it's it's interesting, the, the shifts with Google, this is slightly off topic, mm. but I've been using Google Analytics 4 recently and they've yeah. got, they've rebranded every single one of their metrics, but the metrics are all kind of the same, but they've given different language to it. And yeah, maybe SEO needs a similar rebrand. Re yeah. I think it does because I think I think that the, I mean I, I predominantly talk to folks who are kind of like I would say small marketing agencies, small medium medium sized businesses, and and particularly the folks who are maybe in their forties and fifties, they still remember all that happened in the two thousands with SEO and that sort of thing, and it's like oh I've got to get that word in ten times on the page that keyword, and none of that exists anymore, does it really? No, not well. It does again. It does to an extent. Yeah. If you're no, if you're not using that keyword enough, then Google isn't going to know that's what yeah. you're talking about. But if you're if you're being very intentional with the the theme, the topic of your writing, mm. and you're using some synonyms, that's fine. But you want to do make sure that you're using it in the right places yes. because, and that you're not using other words in the wrong places too. Like if you go in sometimes and you see someone's got a, a really weird H1 that's com about com something completely different than the actual topic that they're writing about, yeah. even though they've, they're, if you read it but not through Google's eyes, you're yeah. not looking at H1s, H2s, it, it, it reads well, it, but they've used it for formatting. Um, they've used all those um, tags for formatting and you, it doesn't read well for Google. Sure. So at that point it's like, yeah, it is, it is a keyword in some senses, 
But yes, from a starting point, you want to think of it as a topic. Otherwise, it's going to be very noticeable that you're keyword stuffing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is all content equal? Do you think we should spend as much time on like a quick news article or something like Dave and Accounts has been promoted to senior accountant, which nobody cares about, but you put it in the news section, don't you? And then should we spend as much time on that as we do like a lead generation page? So my first comment for this is news articles, if you're not a news station yeah. or a big company that people go to for news, you don't really need a news no. section. And you don't, I you, don't think think, news, you don't think company news pages are particularly useful? I News is useful if, uh, if you're in the news. Yeah. So... Um, say you're in the news, there's been an article write-up about your podcast off your website, and then you have a place where you link to the different articles sure. that people have written about you, and that's just part of link building in some ways too, right? Like you give yeah. a link, they give a link, yeah. and it makes that connection. But just writing like blogs or news, again, I'm back to that purpose-driven content. Yeah. Um, if Is anyone going to read it? <laughs> Because yeah. that, like, to me, that sounds like, no, no one's going to read it. No one cares if that accountant was, um, it's, it's, it's horrible to say it that, to isn't do, it? Because I'm sure Dave's no. lovely, but I mean, I know. you know, <laughs> people, people don't really care, do they? Um, they no. don't. But Dave cares. So that's, Dave cares. that, that is something if you're doing it, there's, it, you know, your website might not just be for SEO. Yes. I think the number one goal of your website should be to yeah. convert for the most part. But also, if you know that it boosts company morale when people see that they've been highlighted on your website, well, that's good for business too. So there are different reasons to have content. But when it comes to SEO, those little news quips aren't doing you much justice. No. Unless it's a blog where you know there's, um, I don't know, I, I just wrote a blog. What is a student management system? Like right. it's a very... Yeah, so so very random thing that I just wrote a blog yeah. about. Huge search volume for this, and but it's not really a yeah, and it's not really like an evergreen page, a product page, um, a major lead generation page necessarily. But it's so related to this business that I was writing for that we wrote a blog about it because it gets thousands of searches yeah. per month. Um, so that would be, um, but that could in in a way that's still in the bucket of lead generation because it's so connected to what these people do. Um, so is all content equal? No, it isn't. Content all has a different purpose. Hmm. Um, and you should be spending, when it comes to, there, there's content on your website that isn't there for SEO, like I just sure. said, if yeah. it boosts company morale. But when it comes to SEO... Yeah, I suppose like a testimonial page, for example, that's never going to appear a number one in Google, is it? But it's there. It's really useful to have that. Super useful. And even like we won an award, a Better Business yeah. Award. Well, that's not going to get you any search traffic necessarily, but it actually is good for SEO because yeah. it shows that you're being um, recognized in the community. So maybe you put that in your About Us page. You yeah. add a little line. And I think the biggest thing, it's, this is not necessarily on is all content equal, but do you always need to be creating a new page every time there is something new going on? Sure. No. <laughs> you can... You can, your about us page can have like an achievement section. It can yeah. have a team section where you put little 
you put little highlights of like Dave won the award for best accountant, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so Dave still gets that recognition without yeah. you ending up in five years with 10,000 web pages and then hiring an SEO company to come in and delete all those pages. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Or, or sitting there um, and doing all the title tags because you forgot them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm writing day one best accountant in the alt text yeah. on oh. an image. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so for your lead, major lead generation pages, those are the pages, what makes them a bit different from maybe like the blog post, but not, not really, is that you're going to be optimizing them um, every few months, right? Like you're going to notice has, I used to be ranking in position one for accountant in Halifax hmm. and now I'm not. So what has changed? And yeah. then you're going in and you're up because it's a mate. You know that from this page, I usually get 10 inquiries per month. So maybe it's not equal because you know how many, how it's such a lead, it's a huge um, lead generating page. So you want to make sure that it's always ranking first. And you're always slightly tweaking it where that, what is a student management system page? You're not necessarily getting as many leads from you're just getting visibility and people might come sure. back to you afterwards yeah. um so yeah is all content equal no but the purpose of the content is the most important yeah sure sure so if we're kind of like a small business or a little marketing agency or something like that well when when should we kind of like hire an expert to do our seo when, when what what point what do we what happens where we go oh my god i need to I need to get an expert in. Well, for me, there's one specific time that you 100% need an SPO, SEO expert. And then everything else that I'll go over is hmm. kind of, it depends. Again, yeah. my favorite thing to say, I guess, is yeah. it depends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for needing to hire an expert, if you're doing any kind of rebuild, so you're redesigning your website, sure. you're moving to a different content management system, anything like that is the perfect opportunity to hire an SEO expert while you're doing it. Yeah. You know how often we get called in after the rebuild is complete? Yeah. Too often. Because sure. the technical SEO, oh, you're... Web developers and web designers have amazing skills and we use them all the time in our business, but they don't know SEO. So they're going to build your website to look exactly what you want it to look like without thinking about the SEO implications. So but they're going to forget doing the 301 redirects, aren't they? Yeah, they're not. Yeah. And they're not going to do Disasters this. happen. <laughs> and this would be a perfect, op oh my God, I know all the three, the amount of 301 oh, redirects yeah, I've made yeah. in my I life. Mean, I, I mean, I mean, a, a quick story. I, I, I had a phone call from a, from somebody, oh, probably about a year or two ago now. And they, they had a, a little, a little store selling gents clothing and that. And, and they decided that their store was doing really, really well. They were doing tons of business and they decided to invest some of that money in a brand new online store bells and whistles cost them tens of thousands of pounds they stored it didn't do any 301 redirects so it was like the whole site was starting again and they lost like 30 grand a month in sales yes i actually i have a similar story to a um it was actually a vintage roller skate company mm. that got all these online sales and they had no idea that they were doing seo really well like they had no idea they just thought yeah. that somehow everyone knew about their business and they were just crushing the vintage roller skate world yeah and they had a website redesigned because their website wasn't that pretty it was just some guys yeah. in like a garage essentially that built this website and then started selling internationally these really cool vintage roller skates they got a so they're doing so well they got a fancy website built lost all 
all of their yeah. business. Yeah. And it was just because the, those the um, that technical SEO that I spoke about is one of those pillars that a lot of people, I think it's the hardest part for a lot of marketers to wrap their head around because um, it is so technical. Sure. That's the perfect time to go in yeah. and work together with the web developer. You can still have your web dev team. You can still have your web designers, but get the SEO expert in there to do audits, to provide guidance um, and some counseling moving forward. And then they could even stay on with you after and help you kind of with a content plan and um, that sort of stuff. But even when it just comes to building your site map, you have no idea how how much that yeah. actually implicates SEO. But yeah. 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 I mean, I was going to say, do, do, do you think we should hire an expert um, in the sense where we log into Google Analytics one morning and it's all that that curve has just gone plump. And so, oh dear, where's all the traffic gone? Happened? Yeah. Is that because presumably an SEO can analyze these things? Yeah. So I think that would be the, if your traffic has just plummeted, that's, mm. but a lot of people don't even recognize when that's happened until sure. it hurts sales. Yeah. So if you yeah. are noticing your sales or you're like, where did all of our online sales go? Yeah. Or why is no one booking appointments online anymore? Um, that's the time to call in someone from an SEO expert. Or if you go and you see that on, if you go into your Google Analytics and you see you've got all this great traction from paid marketing and not great from organic, well, that yeah. could be an opportunity. So while the rebuild and the crash in traffic are to 100% you should call an SEO expert, you don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. um, the other times are, that's like um, if you're looking to expand and grow, it's a great opportunity because you don't know what your competition is doing or what kind of hidden keywords there are that could outrank your competition if they are some heavy sure. hitters. So those are some great opportunities um, to do it. And actually, um, my colleague was saying, when someone does SEO, if they don't have an SEO expert, but they do get a lot of organic traffic and they don't understand why yeah. or how that they've built this, just getting an SEO expert to come in and do an SEO audit for them yeah. and find out what other puzzle pieces they could put into place, what they've been doing right and what they could improve so that they actually get more traffic because they're already doing, yeah. they're doing something right and they don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, it's kind so, of like, it's kind of like saying this is working, but I don't know why it's working. So if you have somebody explain to you why it's working, you can then do more of it. A hundred percent, right? Mm. And then you could, if you're missing a few of those things, that um, the, the SEO team could say, hey, you're missing some of these things. And they, like uh, different companies work different ways, but they could provide you with um, kind of steps to doing it yourself or, um, and like what you're missing, like a report, or they could do it for you. There's a lot of different options of yeah. working with SEO experts. And like at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. And sure. I realized this a lot because it's an industry, unfortunately, that isn't trusted very much because mm. everyone gets all those emails <laughs> that says, yeah, yeah. hey, your traffic's going down. You should yeah. hire me as your SEO expert. And it's just, it feels like spam. Yeah. Um, but you're for a hundred bucks a month, no one can do SEO for you. No. Because no, it is no. a, f yeah, but it, there's people offering yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the, the nightmare, I had one yesterday day before yesterday where where they uh, somebody just got an email for copyright infringement for images okay and um ap news agency wanted money off them because 
their images were on their website and they had no idea, they had no clue because they got an SEO agency who was writing content for their website who was just Googling images and copying them and pasting them. Yeah, that was actually a point I, I meant to bring up when we were talking about mm. alt tags and title yeah. description is having a unique image yeah. and or an image that you've paid for is really important. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, it, yeah, and we can get rid of stock photography, stock photographers, but we've all seen every stock <laughs> photograph ever, haven't we, anyway? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's boring. Um, Hillary, I could chat for hours and hours about this. I really could. Um, where can we find you? Where's your website and social media bits? So you can find us at makeyourmarktoday.ca. Cool. And if you go to makeyourmarktoday.ca slash guide, we'll actually give you... Um, a custom three pointers for your specific website, your specific industry. So it's just a little form that you fill out where you cool. think all it asks is what would be, or who are your competitors Your for you? Who do you think your competitors are? Here, What's your website? And what are like two or three keywords that you think you should be ranking for? And we'll come back and we'll um, give you a few pointers based on your website, what we can see. I think it's three pointers. And then we'll also give you a few keywords that are kind of a goldmine missed opportunity for you that you should actually be focusing on. Oh, that's really useful. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, that's um, useful. Yeah, I mean, I'll stick a link to that in the show notes so folks can just tap, tap on that. Fantastic. Um, Hillary, thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, John. Thanks again to Hillary for her time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favourite podcast player. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.